Welcome to T3, Today, Tomorrow's Technologies. Your host is Jose Negron. We take the guesswork out of technological jargon so that you know what's next, why it's great or not so great, and how you can benefit from it by learning about it early. Now, here is Jose Negron. Welcome, everybody. This is your host, Jose Negron, on voiceamerica.com, on the Variety Channel, hosting the leading technology show, uh, T3, Today, Tomorrow's Technologies, every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time or noon East Coast Time. You can also catch us on our podcast on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday uh, in the mornings and evenings. So please check out your local listing at voiceamerica.com, the Variety Channel. Uh, we continue to grow. We had a great show uh, last week. Uh, we talked about space, and the week before that, we talked about uh, patents and intellectual property. Today, I'm happy to announce that we're going to be talking about, and the show program subject is Encore, Puerto Rico Hurricane Status, and Use of Technology. Uh, about eight months ago, uh, T3 described uh, the, the need to rebuild and reconstruct on the island of Puerto Rico after two major hurricanes hit uh, in 2017. In fact, in three months, it's going to be two years. Uh, Hurricane Irma and Maria hit Puerto Rico. Uh, it devastated uh, the area from a communication system, electrical system, uh, hospital, uh, central hospital, uh, both on the logistics side. And uh, I'm happy to announce uh, my guest today is Dr. Jerry Rentis. Jerry is a resident and vice president of Vanti Technologies in Puerto Rico. He's been at the forefront dealing with Puerto Rico hurricane assessments as well as technology uses. Just as a reminder to our audience before we get started, uh, the purpose of T3 is to uh, really uh, bring together scientists, engineers, innovators, our tech audience with our non-techie audience to understand what is available out there, how does it change your life, and provide a discussion, because that's all we try to do here. To keep our audience involved in T3 Show, call 866-472-5788 or email me today, tomorrow's technologies at gmail.com. As I said, a minute ago, 25 days from now, hurricane season starts again. And, of course, hurricane season starts uh, 1 June and runs until 30 uh, November. And my guest today is Jerry. And, Jerry, this is uh, probably your second time on the radio show. Welcome to the radio show. I'd like to break out our three segments in three parts. I'd like to talk about what's happening today, the current activities that you're involved in. Uh, we'll go to our second uh, segment, and we'll talk about what, what is expected tomorrow or what are you doing in the next six months. And then, of course, uh, the third segment, we'll talk about future actions or cover anything that we may have missed along the way. So uh, please uh, welcome Jerry uh, Rentis, Dr. Rentis. Uh, uh, welcome to the show, and let's get started. What is going on in Puerto Rico today? Because uh, there's I've been seen and reading a lot of uh, articles. Some people are happy, some people are not happy. Most of the people are not happy because they're still waiting for, for I guess, their reconstruction and uh, reclaiming insurance money. So mm -hmm. tell me a little bit about it. Okay, first of all, uh, greetings to all the uh, your uh, T3 uh, listener, Jose. Uh, as you know, uh, Hurricane Maria, a category for hurricane, uh, was considered the most intense uh, hurricane to make f uh, landfall in Puerto Rico since 1928, uh, destroying roads, buildings, and cutting power and communication lines, among uh, many other catastrophic damages 
to the critical infrastructure of Puerto Rico. Uh, FEMA and, and, and the Central Office for Recovery, Reconstruction, and Resiliency, CAR-3, which uh, is w well known by, uh, uh, prioritized uh, the reconstruction of power and communication as, as, as their pri priority. A, a year and a half has, has passed by and, and we still see in Puerto Rico a lot of homes with uh, blue tarts on their roof, uh, temporary ho hospital facilities. For example, uh, FEMA still debating uh, if they would approve uh, the rebuild or reconstruction of Vieques Hospital a year and a half uh, passed by. So we continue to see a lot of destruction in Puerto Rico, and the permanent work has not yet started. A school uh, with computers room, libraries with uh, mold, basketball court and, and baseball park destroyed in this school, which are critical facility, and we're still struggling only with the emergency uh, work uh, up to uh, May uh, 2019. For me, a, a lot of bureaucracy and, and, and internal control from FEMA and Court 3 uh, for avoiding uh, misuse of funds, which has really prevailed over the well-being of the citizen of the USA and, uh, and the permanent work has not yet commenced. So, reports, I mean, repairs and, 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 and reconstruction of critical facility still missing in Puerto Rico at this moment. They, uh, so let me uh, interrupt you real quick. Uh, Court 3 is a, a, uh, uh, the representative for the Puerto Rican government uh, in support of FEMA activities. Is that yes, correct? that's correct. And that's correct. Uh, when we talk about Hurricane uh, Maria, I mean, that hit 18 uh, September is what you're talking about. As I said earlier in the program, we're about 24, 25 days uh, for the beginning of the hurricane se season, 1 June, and in uh, about three, approximately three months in a few days, we're coming up to two years on reconstruction or uh, not reconstruction, but the uh, hit of the hurricane mm -hmm. in Puerto Rico. The reason the hurricane was so uh, uh, strong and uh, the damages were uh, very, uh, well, it's never been seen before, is just that it took out the electrical grid, the comm grid, uh, most of the emergency communication facilities were were destroyed or uh, inoperable at the time, and that is the reason why everybody is looking at FEMA to repair that. It was a massive, and of course, uh, just a perspective for the audience, uh, just uh, go back a little bit. In the U.S., we had just had two major other hurricanes that hit, so from my perspective, FEMA was overtasked, but at the same time, here we are two years later, and Jerry's dealing with the challenges that uh, which the storm created, which are significant and the people are still missing uh, just uh, necessities. Uh, I understand some people still don't have electricity. Is that correct? Well, uh, pretty much the electricity uh, 
problem was fixed. Okay. And um, but it took and, time. And the communication, but it took a lot of time, yeah. a lot of okay. time. And uh, uh, once uh, uh, FEMA was uh, establishing the main office in Puerto Rico, and uh, they require the uh, central government of Puerto Rico to establish an office, which is this one, Core Three, the central mm -hmm. office for recovery and reconstruction and re and resiliency. But that uh, process has really take uh, has took a lot of time and and uh, in my opinion a lot of bureaucracy a lot of internal control uh, has been established by FEMA and Courtry uh, uh, for avoiding uh, the misuse of funds and uh, and that uh, uh, procedures uh, and and policy I think that has. Uh, um, uh, avoid that the, the the help the aid uh, get into the uh, uh, citizen of, of USA. Yeah. Uh, so because of the uh, well, let's just go back a little bit. As Jerry mentioned, uh, uh, Hurricane Maria hit on September 18th. It was a Category Four hurricane. It smacked right through the middle. Most hurricanes end up just glancing Puerto Rico, either left side or right side, or going north or south. This mm -hmm. one really took through the middle of the almost the middle of the island, yes. and it's uh, it's the strongest hurricane recorded according to news sources that I've, I've heard since 1932. So it was a a very devastating type hurricane, and because of the political bureaucratic delays, currently we are still in a mess of of trying to get the initial recovery. My understanding through our initial discussion is they're still de dealing with priority of category one A and B. A and B, which is uh, per, uh, emergency work. Okay, uh, two years later. Uh, uh, the, the repairs of the, of the facility, temporary uh, repairs of, of the facilities and the uh, pickup of the, of the debris. Okay? Right. So um, uh, we need to uh, assess uh, around 65,000 uh, facility buildings that uh, get really uh, 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 damaged uh, through the through the hurricane, and uh, we have until um, October 11 to uh, reach uh, a, a fixed cost estimate for repairing or reconstruct those uh, facilities, and uh, we only have uh, five months to. To accomplish this uh, task, which uh, for me is impossible, uh, we need to go to a drawing board and and see it and discuss alternatives that could really help us out in in, in reaching this goal. Uh, for example, I think that uh, uh, Core Three and 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 and. Um, uh, uh, and FEMA need to uh, reevaluate all the uh, PAP, the Public Assistance Program uh, Policies and Procedure, which is uh, basically a pilot project that they are uh, experimenting in, uh, with Puerto Rico and uh, and and people either from uh, FEMA or from Core Three has that much knowledge 
in in the effective and efficient implementation of uh, such policies and procedure. Uh, we have been experienced uh, changes in personnel and, and subcontractor from FEMA and Core 3, which has really uh, delayed the, the, the implementation process and, uh, and uh, avoiding that the, the reimbursement get to the people that were impacted. Uh, so uh, we have also experiences uh, experience changing changing in in database system from FEMA and and, and Core Three, uh, so the, for me there is not a team uh, working together to accomplish the mission. Uh, we need to sit FEMA Core Three and all the subcontractor in a collaboratory uh, co collaborative uh, meetings. Uh, uh, to, to accomplish the goal accomplish and mission. The goal. And yes. mission. So yes. it's a collaborative effort between the federal government, uh, the state of Puerto Rico, the island itself, yeah. mm -hmm. and all the uh, municipalities and contractors are doing the re, uh, estimates of damage. The, the real critical thing for me is... Um, I guess the delay more than anything else, the bureaucratic delay, uh, the ability to uh, put strict uh, controls in the disbursement of the money, even the obligation of the money hasn't been there. So, uh, yes. and then some people are collecting, other people have not. Yeah. One of the questions I'll ask you, uh, at least I've heard, is that, uh, you know, some companies, uh, and, and your represents one of them, Avanti Technologies, that haven't really collected in about two years' time. And it looks like uh, many companies like that. I saw the article coming out of the Virgin Islands, companies out of Louisiana, they were leaving because they haven't been paid in a year to two years. Is that correct? Yes, that's correct. Uh, we have been helping people, uh, helping the citizen of the USA in Puerto Rico since uh, November 2017. Uh, and uh, at this point, we haven't uh, get uh, funds for the what it is. Uh, for the management and for the administration right, of this type of program, which uh, not too many people are uh, knowledge knowledgeable of 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 the policies and procedure, and uh, that really re really affect us uh, the 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 cash flow and the operation of the of the. So to help my audience, Jerry, to help my audience. What do you? What do we do? What do you do when we say estimate damage? Uh, what What are you looking at? Uh, what does that mean to a person who is yes, hearing you yes, for the first uh, time? The 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 people impacted or the municipalities, the nonprofit organization, the the house of worships that were impacted by hurricane need to assess the damages. And they need to do a damage description, dimension report, and uh, FEMA and Courtry need to be in agreement of that total uh, cost. Th yeah, per, per, per facility. So per you're facility. looking, when you say facility, you're looking at a building, you're looking at doors, windows, ceilings, walls, uh, even sidewalks coming into it and drainage. Correct. Bridges, yeah. uh, roads, uh, uh, basketball courts, uh, baseball park, uh, uh, emergency uh, hospitals. Uh, schools, all of those uh, 
our uh, facilities are eligible to uh, participate in the public assistance program in Puerto Rico. Okay, and we've got about a little bit over two minutes, so let's uh, begin to wrap up. What is the current issue right now? What are you trying to do as we move towards the next segment? Well, uh, we we have to uh, have a meeting with, you know, all the players, all, all the big players need to sit down, look for alternative in how to assess the damage and in, in, in how we would agree on the fixed cost estimate. Uh, and we have to use technology to have uh, to accomplish this uh, uh, humongous goal. Okay. And so uh, from my perspective, listening to you right now, it is a huge bureaucratic uh a stumbling block. We got to get through the bureaucracy. We've got to coordinate and cooperate. Graduate is the best way to describe this. And then we need to get the folks paid who are actually doing the work. And so we got to facil- facilitate the transaction of uh, funds. If you do work, you expect to get paid. Yes. And if uh, FEMA's there, so folks, we've got about a minute left. Uh, let me uh, just quickly summarize. Uh, I've been t- my guest today is Dr. Jerry Rentas. He's uh, vice president of Vanti Technologies. He lives in Puerto Rico. He's been dealing with this uh, aftermath of Maria that hit uh, in September 18th uh, and almost two years ago, so 2017. We're we're 25 days from the beginning of uh, the next hurricane season, starting 1 June to 30 September. And uh, we've been talking about some of the bureaucracy of uh, uh, damage assessment or FEMA repairs or, or in this particular case, the government representative of Puerto Rico, Cortri, supporting the, uh, the municipalities, the churches, the schools, the nonprofits out there in order to uh, uh, repair the damage or get a cost estimate to help the people of Puerto Rico. And that's been the long pole intent. So let's go on. We'll take a short break here and we'll be right back. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Psych Up Live with host Dr. Suzanne Phillips offers a psychological perspective on coping with common and current life issues. This show addresses topics as varied as marital stress, insomnia, depression, raising teens, campus violence, and building self-resilience. Listen in as Dr. Phillips and her guest experts share the latest in books, findings, and information that will inform and enhance your life journey. Psych Up Live is heard every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on The Voice of America Variety Channel. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Streaming live 
the leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to Today, Tomorrow's Technologies. To reach the program today, please call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to todaytomorrowstechnologies at gmail.com. Now, back to our show. Welcome back, folks. Uh, let's continue the T3 show today. It's Encore, Puerto Rico Hurricane Status and the Use of Technology. My guest today is Dr. Jerry Rentis, uh, VP from Avanti Technologies in Puerto Rico. Lives in Puerto Rico and has been dealing with this bureaucratic mess for the last 18 months. Uh, let me just quickly, um, um, I guess, you provide you a little brief description because uh, the five deadliest hurricane in American history is the Great Galveston Storm, 1900, uh, Hurricane Maria, 2017, uh, the Okeechobee Hurricane, 1928, Hurricane Katrina, as we all know, 2005 hit New Orleans, and of course, uh, the um, the uh, Hurricane uh, Camila hurricane in 1893. So on the scale, uh, Hurricane Maria is number two as far as the deadliest hurricane in American history. And just to uh, uh, give you a perspective, uh, usually the island of Puerto Rico is missed by the hurricanes, either the north or south side or just tipped. Uh, but this one went right through uh, uh, through the middle of the uh, of the island, which cost uh, uh, devastated the, uh, the electrical the calm, the hospital network, emergency networks. So they've been uh, out of uh, operation, and it took uh, quite a while to get just power and communication. Uh, as I said, my guest today is uh, Dr. Rentas. Uh, we've been talking about uh, the bureaucracy within uh, our current uh, process uh, with uh, FEMA, uh, Court 3, uh, the, 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 the uh, uh, public assistant guidance that's uh, provided, and a little bit of how do we move forward. So the first segment, we talked about the current process is a huge bureaucracy. Uh, What I'd like to do at this segment, Jerry, is Dr. Rentis, is uh, let's talk about tomorrow. What do we have to do tomorrow to fix this? Yes. Uh, First of all, uh, we have to uh, communicate uh, to the top executive of FEMA and Court 3, which what... what, uh, what we have been doing, uh, communicating to them that this system, the way it has been implemented, is not working. Uh, we have a lot of pressure. Not uh, disbursement has been distributed to the to the people impacted, to the municipalities, to the to the nonprofit organization, to the worship uh, houses. Uh, and, and and they don't have the, the resources for for uh, complying with all the requirements that FEMA and Court 3 is uh, uh, telling the, telling them to do. So we, we need to come with uh, some alternative that uh, uh, give us the opportunity to reach the goal of those uh, fixed uh, cost estimated uh, uh, agreement by October the 11th, which is only five months uh, away. Uh, uh, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Five months. So, we got five months to to 
to uh, complete with this requirement. Okay. So uh, I would suggest that the, the the be more flexible with the disbursement and the, the 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 funds that they need to to do minor repairs uh, need to go uh, and, and and reach the, those municipality those nonprofit organization. Okay, also, so let's look at this. Uh, since we have a short minimum of time of five months, uh, you've mentioned uh, over 64,000 uh, facilities still uh, really need to be, a majority of them still need to be inspected. Uh, there, there needs to be a cooperation uh, with everybody from uh, government officials, uh, so federal government, local government, and uh, the contractors doing the work. Yeah. Let's talk about the technology. Because that's really what's going to ha- try to help you, uh, you know, speed up the process, support the process, and and uh, uh, help your your dilemma, your yes, challenges. Yes, yes. So uh, tell me a little we, bit about. We the have been participating with uh, uh, Core Three and FEMA uh, trainings, and uh, and they gather all the people from all the municipality, which uh, take them at least two or, or three hours to get to the metropolitan area. So I'm. Been suggesting and and Advantage Technology has been suggesting the use of of of, of uh, the application of Zoom to to save time to uh, uh, save uh, uh, reduce the, commuting, the cost the commuting cost the commuting cost, cost, the commuting, yeah. Yeah, yeah the commuting cost uh, that would really help us a lot. Uh, we should be using uh, uh, telecommunication, Google, telecommunication, uh, Google Map, Map, for example, uh-huh. or or an application similar to that uh, to identify the coordinates of, of the of the different facilities and and at. Uh, uh, well, I know that you're a big Zoom uh, supporter as far as teleconferencing, telecommunication. It, it provides you the opportunity to bring on an upper number of folks in, in a meeting. You can also share slides. Uh, uh, I know through your estimates, uh, you, what tool do you use to estimate the building damages? We are using RS Mean uh, uh, application or software, uh, which is... Uh, uh, acceptable by the by FEMA, so uh, uh, all of our engineers or uh, uh, estimators are using this uh, tool to provide uh, a good uh, uh, estimate of the damages that we have been assessing. Assessing. And so you're recording your times and your in your uh, I guess facilities. How are you doing yes. that? Yes. Also, we are using uh, the application Big Time. Or, or similar applications because there they are more than one uh, for document documenting uh, the work that uh, we have been doing, uh, complying with the FEMA format, which right. uh, require you to uh, specify the facility that you uh, work with and uh, what st- what task you did in what uh, time and what date. Uh, that uh, format is right there uh, uh, at big time, and then you could uh, sort uh, the information by facility, by uh, by employee, or by subcontractor, which is pretty good. Okay, so you're happy with that, and then of course you. Uh, my understanding, based on our earlier conversation, is you're you're storing your files not only locally but on the cloud or on the yes. internet, so that people have access both from the U.S. and, and different locations. Yes, both. Uh, 
we have been uh, filing uh, physical filing all the documents in the in the uh, different customers uh, which has uh, assigned uh, a place for 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 the, for that purposes and also we provide a uh, 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 the cloud uh, filing, so uh, it can be reachable for from anybody from any place. Uh, so you got a that, good backup. That has been very good. Yeah, yeah. Yes, a very, backup very system good. already there. So the uh, so you've been looking at RS means big time Zoom, uh, just cloud or uh, technology to store files. And uh, is there uh, uh, any other things that you've been yes, using from yes. a technology now, perspective? Uh, at this time, FEMA is uh, using. Grant oh, grant management and 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 core tree is using disaster recovery system but those systems need to you need to uh train people you need to let them have access at this point uh we don't have access to the to the the the, the, the sub grantees doesn't have access to the to the fema uh, uh database system which is uh, it's incredible that uh, yeah. at this time we we, we couldn't uh, access uh, uh, the 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 database management system of FEMA or or Cortree. So with all these technology tools, the one thing you would uh, say that you need to simplify and accelerate the process so that you one you have access and people are uh, I guess the cautionary note is garbage in, garbage out. So yes. you, you got to be careful yes. of that. So there's got to be a control mechanism. And uh, and the user are not capable of loading up all the documents that they are requiring so they could speed up the process the photos the the uh, all the documents need to load up and, and speed the process of disbursement i mean yeah. uh, 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 those municipalities those uh, uh uh, non-profit organization, those were uh, uh, house, houses of uh, worship houses, they don't have resources. Yeah, the churches. We, we need to provide resources so the, for, for starting the work. One of the questions I have, uh, just as you say, I've got to load or upload various documents and pictures, and, uh, and those are big files. And the question immediately comes into capacity. Uh, because once you start getting everybody to load up into the network and into the cloud, do they have the capacity? Nine yes. times out of ten, most most businesses fail because they they get over overtaxed. They're overwhelmed by the number of users. And and, and, and the cost that you need to incur in in scanning uh, documents and for for having them in the in the uh, store in the cloud. So uh, it's uh, it's a must that they need okay. to provide certain amount of money for this uh, impacted organization, impacted municipality, worship houses. They need resources to implement uh, uh, the real participation of this public assistance program, which. Uh, the benef- the mission is to uh, uh, look for the for the well-being of the of the citizen of USA. Okay, so let's uh, we talked a little bit uh, within uh, 
24, 25 days from now, 1st of June, uh, we're going to be uh, reaching uh, really two years of uh, hurricane seasons coming around because uh, last year uh, we were expecting the hurricane season and we got another one coming out. It's uh, routine and yet we still we are in category A and B from uh, just emergency, taking care of uh, small emergency activities, which is, uh, uh, you know, fix the stuff that could create a hazard and and uh, fix the stuff that uh, that needs a quick repair so that you don't have yeah. more damages. So yeah. uh, as we move through the process, uh, especially today, what do you see uh, as we continue down this road? Yes, I, I see a lot of repairs, but uh, temporary repairs. And, and they are... Uh, uh, the the repairs are really weak, uh, are 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 fragile. I mean, all of those uh, repairs that they did to the to the power and the communication were uh, uh, do uh, done, but but uh, the system still very fragile. If yeah. we got a little hurricane uh, pass by Puerto Rico again. Everybody will be out of power. So, so, sure. so far, I know last year, last summer, uh, we had uh, several of them, but they went by. In fact, the uh, hurricane uh, predictors are, are saying that, uh, you know, we're going to have uh, 12 named storms, six hurricanes, and uh, about uh, 2.7 major hurricanes. Uh, so that has been uh, the record right now. And so uh, for 2019, uh, the, the average the average hurricane, uh, stand corrected, is 12 named storms, six hurricanes, and two major storms. So, uh, you know, you're going to have a hurricane come by Puerto Rico. Hopefully, it's a glancing shot, not a direct shot. But as you said, most of the communication, electricity, some of the repairs that have – you've talked about the blue tarp. There's a lot of homes when I fly in there and still have blue tarps on. And uh, so that gets back to the insurance company. That gets back to uh, yes. uh, FEMA uh, dispersing the funds so that – they repair. I know there's a lot of discussion about uh, the contractors are trying to do the job, but you can only do the job if you're getting paid to do the job. So a lot, some of them are uh, leaving the islands. Uh, uh, I mean, it started off in the Virgin Islands, and I'm sure it is going to continue in Puerto Rico. I know there's been some congressional looks and some hearings that are going on. Can you discuss that and what's happening there? Yes. Uh, one, one of the points that you are uh, bringing up is the insurance company. Insurance company hasn't really provided, uh, hasn't really reimbursed a municipality, either uh, non-profit organization, worship houses. So that is a, it's a big, a big, big problem. And uh, so they don't have the resources. Mm -hmm. uh, they could not do their repairs because mm -hmm. of of of, of uh, the, the lack of, of of funds for for doing that. So uh, uh, it's a uh, it's an area that needs to be uh, 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 take care of uh, immediately. And 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 also remember, uh, category A and B is a is a reimbursement. Uh, uh, thing. If, if the if the uh, municipality or either the nonprofit or worship house didn't pay for the services, they don't, they don't get, get any 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 reimbursed reimbursement. So uh, we need to look into all of these uh, policies and procedures that are there, but are not working for the people. 
Okay. So as I mentioned earlier, we're getting ready to start the hurricane season, uh, June first. Uh, uh, what do we? What kind of technology do we use to track the hurricanes? Right now, we're using satellites have become uh, a good means to track uh, the uh, temperature inside the storm, the cloud heights, the rain, the snow, and the wind speed. Um, uh, the most successful satellite, uh, though, uh, has not was not launched to track uh, the uh, storm watch or track hurricanes. It was the Tropical Rainfall uh, Measuring Mission launched in 1997, and uh, it was recognized that they could uh, ca- uh, look at, and the scientists call it the hot towers, and all that is is uh, rain clouds that reach the top of a troposphere. T- uh, Toposphere being zero ground to seven miles, and uh, it just uh, rapidly builds uh, uh, these clouds, and of course you get the uh, rainfall uh, measurements from the space. Uh, Toposphere layer is about um, um, seventy to eighty percent of the Earth atmosphere uh, for information. Uh, what we're talking about, uh, we've got about two minutes left. Uh, Jerry, I'll give you a minute to kind of recap what's going on on today and then I'll summarize uh, segment two here. Yes. Uh, we have been also uh, communicating with the top executive of FEMA, Courtry, and even uh, has sent some uh, communication to, to the Congress uh, and uh, uh, Congressman and Congresswoman that uh, deal with the, with the territory of Puerto Rico. So uh, we are we have been proactive, proactive in, in, in looking for changes that really uh, uh, help uh, the 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 aid uh, goes to to what uh, uh, the people in need. The people in need. That, that's what we should be looking for. Uh, regarding the the assessment, uh, I forgot to tell you that we have been only using drums for taking pictures of the roof of the, of those uh, uh, facilities and and and, uh, and uh, having having the whole uh, you know uh, uh, assess the whole assessment. Through the through the use of drums, so okay. it has been very 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 helpful. Let's hold that story right now, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we're talking about Encore Puerto Rico hurricanes and the use of technology. My guest today is Dr. Jerry Rentas, and uh, we've been talking about uh, hurricane season uh, uh, coming up in uh, 24, 25 days, depending on how you count today, and uh, and then also uh, the two year anniversary coming up in September eighteenth. Uh, uh, we'll be right back. Uh, let's go ahead and take our early commercial break and we'll be right back. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Want an insider's pass to everything that goes on in Hollywood? Join Summer Helene every week for Behind the Scenes. Summer Helene is known as the Duchess of Hollywood because she knows the insiders, legends, and celebs and brings the stories, the gossip, and the backstage scoop. It's the real Hollywood, though. So this program is for adults only. Behind the Scenes can be heard live every Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. 
Success doesn't come by chance. It's a decision to take a chance on you. Attending the University of Choice is a goal, but not a guarantee. Dr. Cynthia Colon offers you the formula of going from good, better, to best, and increasing those chances of receiving that yes to your dream university. Get the one-to-one -one attention every student needs to succeed. Tune into Destination University, live every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to Today, Tomorrow's Technologies. To reach the program today, please call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to today, tomorrow's technologies at gmail.com. Now, back to our show. Welcome back, folks. This is Jose Negron, your uh, host for... Uh, T3, uh, today, tomorrow's technologies, every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time and noon East, uh, East Coast Time. Uh, this topic today is Encore Puerto Rico Hurricane Status and Use of Technologies. Uh, the first segment, we talked about what was happening, the bureaucracy, what needs to happen to fix it. Uh, this past sec segment, we talked a little bit about uh, continuing on the critical need for information sharing, coordination, and uh, getting rid of the most of the bureaucracy so that the funds can be dispersed. But we also talked about technology. We talked about RS means, a technology to do uh, building assessments. We talked about big-time uh, product that does the timing, keeps track of projects, and it gives you uh, um, a summary of the, pro the type of work you did. We talked about uh, Zoom as far as video conferencing and sharing the slides. We talked about the internet and cloud technology, about sharing slides. The one thing we probably hit, uh, Mr. Dr. Rentis talked a little bit about, is using drones to uh, take a look at the physical assets, especially on top and the um, of roof of the roof of the building, especially the tall buildings, and uh, and more importantly, uh, just uh, normal, uh, you know, the in internet uh, with email communication uh, that happens every day. Uh, let's talk about hurricanes. Hurricane season is approaching. One June, as far as the technology used there, let me just start it off. Is of course, uh, U.S. has been using a satellite system, and we also use the unmanned aircraft. But one addition that has been brought to the forefront is drones. Uh, now we have uh, uh, a country uh, is uh, called the Hurricane Hunting Aircraft and they also plan for the weather uh, 
satellite to assist the drones, but the drones provide a three view, uh, 3D view. So all the data feeds from the weather collection uh, forces, the satellites, the drone, the unmanned aircraft, uh, even ships and land uh, facilities are captured. And these data feeds are run into supercomputers that the scientists are always looking at and tweaking new algorithms. Uh, we have a new supercomputer uh, complex at Boulder, Colorado. It was um, uh, started in 2013 and estimate every five years they come out with new algorithms to uh, predict the storms. And one of the thing, uh, hardest part is uh, establishing the algorithms uh, uh, so that the supercomputer can be a little bit more accurate. And, um, and at a peak speed, uh, the supercomputer does 213 teraflops or if you can imagine this, 213 trillion operations per second. That's what a supercomputer does. And I go back and tell everybody, because we've had different shows uh, on, on the network here, about your phone. Your phone is almost a supercomputer, if not the best supercomputer we have. So every five years, they go through and update the computer systems. I uh, just wanted to give you a quick uh, uh, you know, summary of what the National Weather Service and the uh, NOAA is doing on the National Hurricane Center to uh, track the hurricanes, and that is the use of satellites, manned aircraft, drones, ships, land facilities, and then, of course, feeding all that data to the Boulder, Colorado, to uh, NOAA's uh, supercomputer, and you're looking at 213 trillion operations per second. That was in 2013. I'm sure it's a lot faster today, but that's a lot of operations per second. Uh, and and so uh, at this time, I'd like to, uh, uh, of course, we've been talking to uh, our guest, Dr. Uh, Jerry Rentas. We've been talking about uh, the Encore Puerto Rico hurricane status and the use of technology. Uh, this time, I want to look at uh, what are the solutions? What are we looking at the future? How do we fix this as we move forward? So, Jerry, I'll turn it over to you and let's figure out how do we fix this problem. Okay. Uh, remember, Jose, October 11, 2019 is the due date for reaching fixed cost estimate agreement on approximately uh, 65,000 facilities in Puerto Rico. Okay. We must uh, we must reevaluate uh, the the um, the methodology being used in establishing uh, the public assistance program FEMA in Puerto Rico. It's my, uh, my opinion that uh, what FEMA and Coltree has agreed on doing in Puerto Rico have come short in accomplishing their mission. They are not really helping the USA citizen impacted by Hurricane Maria living in Puerto Rico. We need to sit down and look for those alternatives that really going to impact the people that has been uh, uh, devastated by, 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 by this uh, hurricane. Yeah, it was quite a devastation. I mean, here we are, uh, uh, close to two years in September uh, uh, 2019. It will be two years, and therefore there's a lot of 
items that still need to be fixed. My my guess, reading the papers the other day, you had 65,000 buildings, and I think less than 1,000 had been uh, officially, uh, uh, what, do you, what do you call it, uh, uh, compensated or reevaluated by FEMA to be approved. Therefore, there's a lot of paperwork still needing to be done, approved, and moved through the system. We talked a, bit, a, a little bit about uh, how are you moving together with the other contractors? Because obviously, you're not the only one there. Yes, we are uh, talking to other colleagues in, in Puerto Rico, a subcontractor, who are taking care of uh, worship uh, houses in Puerto Rico. So uh, for next next week, uh, we're going to be uh, having this meeting in uh, try to uh, uh, meet with the top executive of FEMA and Core 3 in Puerto Rico and see how we could move forward to uh, accomplish the, the mission, to, to really uh, uh, evaluate or assess the, the damages and uh, 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 worship houses could uh, uh, obtain some funds for, for starting the the work that need to be done for for repairs or reconstruction and uh, also help uh, the economy in Puerto Rico because if the if the funds won't flow the the economy won't really start uh, 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 improving so uh, that's a that's a must uh, uh, funds need to be uh, uh, in in those areas that. Uh, that has a lot of a lot of need right so let me uh just bring the audience back a little summary which surprised me uh there uh the five deadliest hurricanes in american history of course is the great galveston storm 1900 hurricane maria which we're talking about is number two okay Uh, the okeechobee hurricane 1928 Hurricane Katrina that everybody talks about uh, hit Louisiana in 2005. And, of course, the Chenier coming at Nada Hurricane in 1893, which surprised me that Hurricane uh, Maria is number two in the American list of hurricanes. So we're talking about a hurricane that hit the uh, island September 18, 2017, and went from a Category 5 to 4 as it went through, but it was a top, a high five, a 4, if you want to call it that, and it smacked right down the middle. In fact, it was uh, by news report, it was uh, the strongest hurricane since 1932. Uh, we're talking to Dr. Rentis here, uh, Vice President of Avanti Technologies, working at the forefront of uh, hurricane disaster and relief, uh, trying to uh, mitigate uh, the next uh, damage uh, to the island uh, due to hurricane or catastrophe. And it's been a complicated system, both from a bureaucracy perspective, and we're trying to talk a little bit about the technology, uh, both from a national system, NOAA, and the federal government, as well as the technology he's using to establish the uh, estimated damage and, and, and just normal communication. As we as we look for the, uh, the future, Jerry, uh, past October, let's say we've got uh, all that, it's really uh, harnessing uh, the talent of the individuals and the cooperation of the individuals that are at all levels in order to, uh, uh, to meet the challenge of uh, the 65,000 facilities you mentioned. Yes, yes, uh, definitely. And I would uh, emphasize that uh, 
all the residents of Puerto Rico, USA citizens, and uh, and all the people living in Puerto Rico uh, have uh, demonstrated a lot of resiliency. Because, uh, you know, having all of these obstacles, uh, people still... Uh, uh, doing their work and, 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 and putting a lot of efforts in helping others, uh, which is really the, the, the best return on investment. I mean, it's, it's servicing people and helping people. And that's what uh, uh, we at Advanti Technology are doing in Puerto Rico, serving, 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 but uh, a has come to a point that we need also help in in conducting operation uh, the 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 right way. It's got to be a two-way street. It's got a hand in glove. Let me uh I like to switch a little bit uh or provide the statistics. The category 1 hurricane uh the winds go up to 74 to 95 miles an hour or 119 to 153 uh uh, kil- uh kilometers per hour. Uh that's quite strong and a category 5 is 156 miles per hour or 251 kilometers per hour or stronger, okay? So we we're saying that a category Category four at the higher end, it was just under about a hundred. I'm going to say 130 to 145. I wanted uh, you shared a funny story uh, because you had ended up being in the states. Your your wife was home and uh, she was uh, talking to you that the window repairs or windows that you that you had replaced were not working. So tell me yes, a little bit about that. After after uh, I would say uh, a week a week and a half that we could really uh, establish communication with uh, between us uh, she was like complaining to me that we need to change windows to change uh, uh, doors because all the uh, water that came through the, the windows and door was floating the house <laughs> <laughs> so but that that happened to every house in Puerto Rico <laughs> So uh, it, I thought that was a funny story because at that time it just wasn't dropping, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, the vertical way. It was coming. The water was yes. like a pressure hose going yes. through your windows and your doors, and uh, and it was quite uh, uh, when you hit winds over 100 miles an hour, it's quite a pressure hose. So I thought that was quite funny. But uh, especially you were here in the United States, and your wife was in Puerto Rico dealing with that because you had a business trip. You were here, and we were working together on a project. So, uh, folks, we're talking to uh, Dr. Jerry Rentas, uh, VP of Vanti Technology. He's been at the forefront of uh, the assessment process. Uh, we're discussing, of course, Encore Puerto Rico hurricane status and you uh, the use of technologies. Uh, the technologies, of course, from a federal system. We've got the uh, um, hurricane hunters, uh, the various types of aircrafts that are added, uh, the drones that are out there, uh, the satellite systems, all this information is then fed to the supercomputer at Boulder, Colorado. We talked about the speed, uh, and, uh, and I bet you it's uh, more than anything else. 
uh, it's huge because now we're talking about two, 213 trillion operations per second or 213 teraflops. So that's that's the type of operations per second. And more. Uh, and the computer system and new algorithms are, are brought into the system every five years. Uh, they, uh, they try to track the hurricane strength, the progress, and the forecasting. And and still, we're having difficulties. So we got less than 30 seconds, Jerry. Let's just summarize and, and give me um, a 30-second snapshot. Well, uh, there, there uh, still a lot of work to do. And uh, we are there to, again, helping uh, people. Uh, what I think we should be doing is sitting with all the top executive of FEMA and country and reach uh, 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 agreements in how to continue helping people, helping Puerto Rico, helping the U.S. Uh, citizens uh, living there. And um, it has been a real pressure, you know, sharing all of this information with your listener. Uh, I think that you have a uh, a magnific- magnificent uh, uh, radio program, and uh, it has been uh, very helpful to me, too. So. Okay, well, thank you, Jerry, uh, Dr. Rentis, for your comments. I appreciate the comments. I'd like to thank Dee Daniels, of course, my executive producer, and, of course, uh, Alexander Loreno, my executive assistant. Uh, this is your host, Jose Negron, and until our next tech show, uh, we'll bid you good day. Take care. Thank you for listening to Today, Tomorrow's Technologies. We hope you'll join your host, Jose Negron, for another exciting program next Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Enjoy the rest of your week.